0: you're listening to the simple pen podcast peterist for business advice that goes down smooth and easy here's your host kate all And welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All. And I own and manage Simple Pin Media. We're a Pinterest management company based out of Portland, Oregon. We help manage our clients' Pinterest presence so they can focus back on their business. But I also have this podcast where I teach simple, actionable tips so you can DIY your Pinterest marketing. Before we start today's show, which we're talking about today, What to Pin in May, I want to let you know that if you have not yet signed up for the Simple Pin Tailwind Planner, make sure you do so by going to simplepinmedia.com slash email. You'll find 21 pages of Pinterest marketing information to help you DIY your Pinterest strategy. Most people who download this planner cannot believe we're giving it away for free. But yes, we are, and we want you to have it. So go to simplepinmedia.com slash email. In there, you will also find May and what to do for your content marketing, Pinterest marketing plan in May. So after you listen to this episode, go ahead and download it. Next, this podcast episode is sponsored by our Simple Pin Pinterest consultations. For one hour, you can get a personal Zoom call with me, analyzing your Pinterest page all the way through your website and strategy. You will walk away with solid action tips that will help you grow your Pinterest traffic month over month. I love these calls. They are so fun for me to really dig in with people and figure out what's working and not working with their Pinterest strategy. So to sign up for a one hour call with me and get all the details, head to simplepinmedia.com slash consultation. All right, with that, let's talk about what to pin in May. Pinterest, as you know, is a search engine, or maybe you don't know. So if this is the first time you're hearing it, Pinterest is a search engine. It's a search and discovery network. It's where people go to find ideas, to inform their buying decisions or their future projects or recipes, clothing, whatever it might be. The typical Pinterest user goes over there to plan. So while they might not be ready to purchase right away, they're collecting ideas to be able to make a purchase in the future. It's like a place where those of you who remember pre-Pinterest, we would have the binders and magazines and we would cut out things and we would put them in these binders and categorize them. Or maybe you didn't do that. I just did that because you wanted to remember that. You didn't want to forget where you found this amazing idea. So... What people created was Pinterest, which was so awesome because all of a sudden we could bookmark all of our ideas into this place with beautiful boards and save them for later because we knew we wanted to gather. So think of Pinterest like a gathering place for ideas or articles or products. It's endless use. I mean, really, anybody who I hear say, you know, how do I gather ideas into one place or what's a good program? I'm like, well, Pinterest, like, you know, stop using your bookmark bar. Just go there, create a board, name the board, what it is you are trying to gather, like what what will be in that board and just start filling it up. So that's the beauty of Pinterest. So why we talk about what to pin in certain months is that Pinterest has told us there's about a 45 day lead time before an actual event. So you wanna get your items pinned that pertain to an event or a holiday or a season. So we look at the seasonality of Pinterest because that's when we know people are searching for these particular topics. So before we dive into May, let me talk a little bit about how the Simple Pin Tailwind Planner is designed. Each month includes five sections. The first section is what to pin and that's what to pin right now based on trends we've seen in the past. And while trends come and go, the one constant on Pinterest is that people plan ahead. So we want to stay ahead. So that's why we're giving you these suggestions of what to pin. What to promote, that is really what to do with promoted pins, their paid advertising platform. So there is a link in there too. If you need more promoted pins help, you can click on that link at the beginning of the planner to get a guide. Content planning ideas. This is by far probably my favorite section. I feel like when people ask me about content, I I just get so, it's this idea generation machine that happens for me. So content planning ideas are like, you wanna pin content on these topics next month or maybe the month after that. So maybe for June or July, you wanna start planning your ideas now. Some of that could be even looking on Pinterest for the particular topics that you wanna write about and saving them to a secret board. Sometimes I'll do that when I'm thinking of podcast ideas or maybe I need inspiration on a particular term. I have a secret board where I just save all that stuff so I can go back and look at it again, but it's not necessarily in my public boards because it's kind of a little bit of a jumbled mess of ideas. I do change up the pin description, but only because it's going to a secret board and I wanna remember why I pinned it. So if you are looking for a great content calendar or content generating idea machine, Pinterest is really great for that. The fourth one is the tip of the month. This is just basically where we talk about like a fun way to spice up your Pinterest account or your Pinterest strategy just to test something out. And then action items, These are things that will help you build your business with Pinterest throughout the year without feeling overwhelmed. So this can be as simple as updating your top 10 blog posts or optimizing your pin descriptions on popular pins. These action items help us get into the habit of thinking strategically on Pinterest instead of passively. Okay, so with that, we are going to dive into May. So the first category again is what to pin swimsuits. Swimsuits are all what people are talking about right now, which is really funny because as I'm recording this, it's like raining and freezing outside. But you'd be surprised that people really start to to see the vacations they're going to take and they want to figure out great swimsuits. In fact, I will link to a really funny video I did with my friend Angela on her Facebook page for her business, which is Frugal Living Northwest. We did a Facebook Live about swimsuits for women of a certain age and maybe have had children so it was a really funny one but that's what a lot of people are looking for certain types of swimsuits that will fit their style they're also looking for summer recipes maybe things that are a little bit lighter salads are really big grilling anything to do with kind of changing up the menu incorporating things from the garden. Even though in May most people aren't able to harvest, I know here in the Northwest it's it's definitely a planting time. It's not quite yet a harvest time. We do get into June, we'll get into like the fruit stuff and so just be prepared for that a little bit that people are going to start to mix it up with fresh ideas in their recipes. Summer weddings, Of course, people always think of weddings when they think of Pinterest, but people will be searching specifically for summer type weddings, wedding decor, whatever it is. If you have a marketing, if your business markets towards brides or grooms, then you want to be really getting your content out there this month. Uh, Outdoors and camping. At the end of May here in the US, we have Memorial Day, which is a long weekend. It's kind of We have Memorial Day in May and Labor Day in September. These are our bookends in the U.S. of kind of when summer starts and when summer ends. For many times, school gets out right before Memorial Day. Not for us here in the Northwest. We go well into June, but that's mostly because our weather schedule is very different than most throughout the country. We don't actually get summer until 4th of July. That's kind of our our joke around here. So we finally start thinking about swimsuits at the end of June. Which by that point, all the retail stores are moving to fall and school supplies. So we have kind of, we do have a really funky schedule up here in the Northwest. But camping, Memorial Day weekend is a big thing. That's kind of the first official, let's get outdoors. And especially, you know, I talk a lot about the Northwest, but that's because I, that's what I know. And that's where I've lived my whole life. But there's also a joke here that it's a sprint to be outside from Memorial Day to Labor Day because you never know when the sun is going to go away. So, you know, it's ready for people to get outdoors and camp and travel. So camping tips are just they're super great for people. And I've seen some of them go crazy viral, because they will be so incredibly helpful that people can't help but share it. So create that type of content. If you want virality stuff that people can't help but share because it's so amazing. Father's Day, that's coming up in the end of middle of June. So getting prepared for that. There is Mother's Day in May, but it's, it's well towards the beginning. So you don't wanna be pinning stuff right up to that day just because there is that lag time with the smart feed where it doesn't necessarily get into everybody's feeds at the same time. So that's why we wanna get out ahead of it. But Father's Day is coming up. Memorial Day, too, there's a lot of uh, red, white, and blue around here in the United States. So that could also do double duty for you as it relates to 4th of July. I don't know what they have in Canada um, for the long weekend. If Memorial Day is also a long weekend, I know that Canada Day is July 1st as well. So that's my little tidbit about Canada. My aunt and uncle are Canadian, so... I should actually know more about Canada. And I spent a lot of time there as a child. So I will get educated on their long weekends here coming up soon. All right. What to promote. Graduation. Graduation is huge right now. And whether it's from college, high school, kindergarten, that's my favorite. It cracks me up. So anywhere between the middle of May to like the middle of June is when you see this graduation time. So if you're going to promote a pin that you've already created about graduation or a tip for graduates, or even a gift guide, gift guides are amazing. You guys, I love gift guides. We have the how to master gift guides course. It's like a mini course. It's not video. It's PDF. I'll link to that in the show notes, but I love creating gift guides because they can be used all throughout the year and they're evergreen. So Graduation, while it can't be all throughout the year, it can be done year over year. So, think of maybe a really creative spin on a graduation gift guide. It could be the top 10 graduation gifts for um, high school, boy, high school seniors, or whatever it is. I don't know. You have, my creativity is not flowing at this time, but you get the idea. If you have any travel tips that you want to promote, or destination reviews, anything like that, right now is a good time to promote it because people are starting to plan their vacations. Fitness is also good. You remember what the, you not remember, with the new weather, meaning it's warmer, then people start getting outside. So they're looking for new ways to exercise without going to the gym. If you have any content about Mother's Day, weddings, like I said, or summer, you wanna run a promoted pin campaign on those types of pins. All right, content planning ideas, my favorite section of all. All right. It's kind of hard for me to say that in May you're going to have to be thinking about this cuz for me my kids aren't even out of school, but you want to be planning your back to school content. And the reason for this is is that by the second full week in July, all stores and I'm thinking about Target and Walmart specifically. They have their school supply sections up and they're talking about back to school clothes. In addition, you have the big Nordstrom anniversary sale that happens the second to third week in July. I know for me, that was a really big one. Nordstrom was from the Northwest. That was the one that we went to every year in July to go get school clothes. And my mom did have a budget. So we would get this amount and- you know, you would get sweaters in the middle of July and be so excited to wear them but you couldn't. Yeah, I remember those days. Well, anyway, you want to be looking at content creation for back to school and really get creative about your audience. Like what are the things that they are looking for? Is it helping kids transition? Maybe kids have a certain special need that's difficult for them to overcome when it comes to the first of the year. And maybe you have a great experience or a story to tell about that. Just start writing down what your ideas are. For me, I have a Google Drive, um, Google Doc in our drive that is called Brain Dump and Vision Ideas. And I'm starting to use this more and more simply because as entrepreneurs, content creators, we get a lot of ideas throughout the day and it's easy to forget them. Or it's easy to get distracted by them. So if I am doing a specific project and I think of an idea, but I don't want to be distracted by it, I am starting to put it in that brain dump file and revisit it later. So create your brain dump, put your stuff in there, just write as many ideas as you possibly can and then see what emerges for you as far as content planning. All right, 4th of July, I already talked about that. If you're in Canada, Canada Day, the 1st of July. If you're in another country, I don't know if you celebrate in we call it Independence Day or Nationality Day or whatever it is for you. But definitely be paying attention to that for what people are looking for as it relates to celebrating your country's birthday, I guess. Um, And especially because a lot of our listeners are international, you want to be tapping into what's coming up. You know, if you're in Australia, you're going into winter. So what does that look like for pinning within the Pinterest platform in Australia and what is your audience looking for? Whenever we're talking about what to pin, what to promote or what to do in a specific month, if you are in a different country in a different season, then do some searches on Pinterest. Pay attention to what your calendar is and start incorporating that type of content. It may be different than what I'm talking about here in North America, but it still gives a lot of you know credence to the fact that Pinterest is a seasonal platform. People go to search for a specific thing at a specific time. Okay, so the tip of the month is about pin descriptions. So pin descriptions should be about one to two sentences with keywords peppered throughout. You can go, I like two sentences more and more these days. I have really looked at just one for a long time and then a couple hashtags. But I think it'd be interesting to test doing two full sentences that really describe what it is your pin is about. And then at the end, have four to five hashtags. Pinterest does allow you to use up to 20 hashtags. I haven't found that using that many yet is worth it, but I do use the same ones over and over. I have one branded hashtag. That's hashtag SimplePinPodcast. And I believe we've incorporated a couple of times Hashtag Simple Pin Media. But for the most part, all of our blog posts are, con- you know, the podcast is converted into a full blog post for those who like to read and not listen. So we do just do right now Hashtag Simple Pin Podcast, Pinterest marketing tips, social media marketing tips, and then Pinterest. So think of your hashtags, write them down, use them for a while. As a reminder, hashtags, when people click on them, go into a chronological hashtag feed where people can view the pins related to that hashtag in real time as they've been added to the platform, which means you don't want to go back and edit your descriptions Because it will not prompt it to be put into the hashtag feed. You would want to add the hashtag maybe on your site. Um, I talk a lot about Tasty Pins. I like that plugin because it adds the Pinterest text box. And that's where I would put the hashtag. Okay, monthly action tip. So I would suggest playing around with some new images. In fact, we have a podcast too about how to A-B test your images and you can go to simplepinmedia.com and click on podcast. And I have a list of all the podcasts we have. You can go through there. But this particular podcast about A-B testing is number 86. So it's simplepinmedia.com slash 86. And what you will want to do is you will want to look at the current image that you have and see if there's a way that you can change it up just a little bit to create a different type of image. The example that I always share and I shared in that podcast was that I had an image of me sitting at the computer for my how to clean up Pinterest boards. And I switched that to an actual image of the download and that ended up converting higher. So I ended up replacing that image on my site with the download image. And we've seen a much higher conversion rate to my email list as a result of that. So go ahead and listen to that episode about A-B testing and then create new images for maybe your top five most popular blog posts that get traffic from Pinterest. Because maybe what you can do is you can capitalize on that traffic even more. Maybe there's a whole new like set of people on Pinterest that might engage with that type of image. You could also try it with some of your newer posts that are going out. Like Maybe you want to see if this new type of image will resonate with the user. So at the time of recording this, I should mention too, for image sizes, if you're not a part of my email list, and I keep you pretty up to speed on the email list with changes Then Pinterest has just announced a change in image size. The size is now 600 by 900. Well, 600 by 900 is always what it's been. But the biggest change being it now will be cut off at 1260. So 600 by 1260. That's a vertical photo. And before they have allowed it to be longer and they would have a little button that said expand. They've taken away the expand button and they're now just cutting it off at 1260. So it's left people asking, how do we feel about the collage type images? Do we still stack the photos? Do we still do collages? I can't really answer that for you because I don't know what your analytics look like. But I will say having an image that's not busy is always advantageous because the user can see it and they can see it quickly. So maybe you've had three images stacked and maybe you need to dial that back to two. Plus, whatever font you're using needs to be clear and easy to read and use very little words. So just make note that you don't have to go back and update all of your images. But going forward, stick with 600 by 900 or 600 by 1260. That's going to be the best size for you right now, given what Pinterest has just told us in their creative guidelines. And we will link to that in the show notes, too, for a lot of those changes that they've just rolled out. Another change. So, you know, you're listening to this at the end of, let's see at the end well beginning of may it's may 1st there we go beginning of may and pinterest also added the follower tab in march so the great thing about this new follower tab is that you can see all the people you follow in their pins in a chronological order so what you want to do with your audience is you want to tell them to follow you on pinterest and tell them about this really awesome follower button and that they can see your pins in real time. And the reason Pinterest added this, they said they're one of their pinners requests and they add new things based on what the typical users need is that they wanted a chance to see just the people they follow. These are the people that they want to carry ideas from. So we now have the smart feed, which is how we, you know, keywords and um, all that get funneled into the smart feed. But then we have the follower feed, which is where you can just see pins from people you follow. So it's a pretty cool tool. I actually really, really like it. I got it on mobile first and then it um, became when they announced it on their blog, it showed up on desktop. So I like it. Tell your readers about it. Have them you know remember to follow you on Pinterest and see if that gets more action for you. And with that, um, just make sure you download the planner, simplepinmedia.com slash email. And you can get the 21 pages of Pinterest marketing information. And you can get this particular PDF for May. So if you want more information, any of the show notes, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 97. Alrighty, with that, go and content plan for May. Have a great day.